1: Bonjour. So happy to share this connection in spirit. We're joining, rising above the battlefield and transcending time and space to join together for the holy purpose of remembering our true nature and our true identity is the very peace of God. And we are grateful to Join together in prayer. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I love to pray. (laughs) So, let's take that breath of love and gratitude together and lift our vibration high. I place my hand on my heart to remind myself that I'm wholeheartedly available to be my true identity. And grateful and thankful to recognize and see the true identity of my brothers and sisters. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self to recognize the Christ is the Holy Son of God. And that is what we are now and forever. It's irrevocable how grateful I am that this is so, so grateful that no matter how far we wander, on our prodigal journey, that we are always at home in God. We've never left there. So grateful and thankful to remember it this moment of this day. So grateful to recognize the truth lives in our heart and mind. We're consciously attuning to the peace of God because we are choosing to seek the kingdom first. And everything is added unto us. It's returned. Everything we've pushed away, everything we've discarded or think we have is right here. It never left. And so we're grateful and thankful to open ourselves to all the gifts of the kingdom. The peace, love, joy, freedom, wisdom, clarity, harmony, prosperity, and abundance. The wholeness of God is in our hearts and minds now and forever. It's our true nature We can't lose it, even if we lose touch with it. So grateful that this is so, so grateful to claim our wholeness. We share the benefits with all because we are one with them. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. (sighs) Yes, indeed. So grateful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I had fun the last two weeks with uh, friends John Mundy and James Twyman. Uh, The three of us and uh, some other wonderful people are preparing for the Easter Retreat in Utah you can learn about that go to jenniferhadley.com on the events page you'll see the uh, Easter retreat info there so click through and um, we're just going to have a wonderful time it's going to be such a great conference it's for those of you who have been to the Las Vegas Uh, rather Las Vegas, Uh, we were in Las Vegas April of last year with the A Course in Miracles Conference, so lovely, put on by the Community Miracles Center, and they're doing uh, one next year in San Francisco, and by the way, Power of Love Ministry that's uh, the ministry I founded, that is the a co-producer of this radio show. Uh, we have some discount tickets you can also learn about on the events page at JenniferHadley.com. Anyway, we are going to find the peace of God in our hearts and minds uh, as we are resurrecting to our true identity at the conference in Utah and um, it's a bit different than other conferences because we're all staying in the same room we're not doing breakout sessions but uh, all the speakers will be speaking on the big stage and it's just nice that way to have everybody in the same room so it's a, d- a different vibe and of course there'll be a lot of music because Jimmy Twyman is the Beast troubadour so uh and uh I'm also going to be doing a special program before and after and uh I haven't quite made up my mind, but I'm looking at doing something about study groups and something about true forgiveness. So um, wonderful opportunities for us to really join together. And uh, if you're going to be there, I hope we get to sit and have a meal together and really connect. That's the main reason I am going is to connect, to join together. So we're looking at the Manual for Teachers this week, Chapter 20, which is my page 51 in the manual. And, uh, it's entitled, What is the Peace of God? What is the Peace of God? What is it? Uh, those of you who are also Technot Han fans, uh, as I am, uh, have been for a long time, uh, we We know that, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh made famous saying by someone whose name I can't remember right now. Um, but the saying is, there is no way to peace. Peace is the way. And you may also recall that Jesus called his teachings the way. And after he, uh, was crucified and resurrected and ascended, the apostles, uh, particularly uh, Mary Magdalene, they went on and taught the way. That was the the teaching that they brought uh, to various places. Uh, Mary Magdalene uh, ultimately relocating to France, along with her sister, who was married to Lazarus, that Jesus raised from the dead. So, um, the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus said, I am. And I am, of course, being another name for God, I am is the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, some people reinterpreted that to mean that he was saying, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But if you look a little closer, you see that he was saying, I am is the way, the truth, and the life. So, in this chapter 20 in the manual for teachers, entitled, What is the Peace of God? It begins with... It has been said that there is a kind of peace that is not of this world. How is it recognized? How is it found? And being found, how can it be retained? Let us consider each of these questions separately, for each reflects a different step along the way. So I love when Jesus gives us steps that we can follow. So he says, first, how can the peace of God be recognized? How can it be recognized? It says, God's peace is recognized at first by just one thing. In every way, it is totally unlike all previous experiences. It calls to mind nothing that went before. That's a really good clue there, right there. It calls to mind nothing that went before. So, in other words, we're in the present moment now without looking at it through the lens of the past. Very important. It brings with it no past associations. It is a new thing entirely. There is a contrast, yes, between this thing called peace and all the past. But strangely, it is not a contrast of true differences. The past just slips away, and in its place is everlasting quiet. Only that. The contrast first perceived has merely gone. Quiet has reached to cover everything. Yes. Can you feel that? (laughs) Feel what he's saying there? Can you feel Jesus? (laughs) I feel you, dude. (laughs) In, um, In the text... In chapter 2, section 2, uh, in the beginning there, it says, right in the first paragraph, um, let's see, oh, I'm just going to. Uh, it says, and this is uh, chapter 2, section 2, is called The Atonement as defense the atonement is the awakening it's the full release of any uh, belief in separation it's the recognition of the oneness right so in we when we resurrect to our christed nature we are fulfilling the atonement so it says here i love this love this you can do anything i ask You can do anything I ask. That's what he tells us. I have asked you to perform miracles and have made it clear that miracles are natural, corrective, healing, and universal. So I'm just going to pause there and say, okay, what about beginning your day, as it says, the Course in Miracles way, to uh, say, you decide for me. Holy Spirit, Jesus, you decide for me. Remember that in A Course of Miracles, Jesus tells us that the thing that made his life on earth, the human experience, so powerful was he decided to listen to only the one voice. So if we say in the beginning, you decide for me, I'm listening only to the one voice. Just that one voice, you decide for me. And what if we went a step further and say, okay, Jesus, you've asked me to perform miracles and you've made it clear that miracles are natural, corrective, healing and universal. So I am willing. Remember our willingness is all that's required. I am willing to perform miracles. So bring it on, bro. Let's, let's begin our day with that. You've asked me to perform miracles, I am willing, show me the miracle in my mind, in my heart. I am willing to be a miracle worker. It says, there's nothing the miracles cannot do, but miracles cannot be performed in the spirit of doubt or fear. Okay, so when we're in doubt or fear, we can just stop and say, oops, I'm not available for miracles right now because of the doubt and fear. All right, Jesus, Holy Spirit, I'm willing to let go of the doubt and fear so I can be a miracle worker. Make it so now. I'm telling you, these practices work. It says, when you are afraid of anything, you're acknowledging its power to hurt you. And remember, anything in this world is an illusion, so... Why would we let an illusion have power to hurt us? Hmm. Why would we do that? It says, remember that where your heart is, there is your treasure also. And That's one of my favorite lines in the whole of the text. It says, you believe in what you value. So you can always look at what you value when you notice your beliefs. If you're afraid, you are valuing wrongly. That's such a great helpful clue, right? So if I'm feeling afraid, I must be valuing something that is not actually valuable. So whatever it is, known or unknown, I'm just going to lay it on the altar. I'm going to make an offering of it. I'm giving away all the treasures that I have valued and made false idols and held As precious and kept myself apart from God with these illusory treasures, these opinions, these judgments, these attack thoughts, these false beliefs. It says here, Like I said, if you're afraid, you are valuing wrongly. Your understanding will then inevitably value wrongly. And by endowing all thoughts with equal power, will inevitably destroy peace. And so that's really what we've done in the past. And today's a new day. Now is a new moment. And we're choosing the peace of God now. It says, that is why the Bible speaks of the peace of God which passeth human understanding. So let's try to understand it. Let's just decide to accept it. That decision, we don't have to try, we just decide, we become willing, and then allow. (coughs) Willingness, decision, allowing. So valuable, those three steps right there. And gratitude, gratitude that we can decide, gratitude that we can allow. Yes, it says, the peace of God which passes human understanding is totally incapable of being shaken by errors of any kind. It denies the ability of anything not of God to affect you. This is the proper use of denial. It is not used to hide anything but to correct error. It brings all error into the light, and since error and darkness are the same, it corrects error automatically. True denial is a powerful protective device. You can and should deny any belief that error can hurt you. This kind of denial is not a concealment but a correction. Your right mind depends upon it. So if you've been listening to this radio broadcast for a while, you know you've heard me say again and again when that false belief comes into your mind, seems so valuable, seems so familiar, to say I'm not interested in this thought anymore. Please take it out of my mind so that I never experience it again. I'm willing to give it away completely. Holy Spirit, my brother Jesus, please remove these thoughts and all like it from my mind. And the great thing is, is when our peace is disturbed, we can make this request, right, through our willingness And we don't even have to recognize what the root thought is, what the core belief is. We can just say, whatever is disturbing my peace, I'm no longer interested in it, whether it's known or not known, whether I can truly feel it or not feel it, whether I can recognize it or not recognize it, understand it or not understand it. None of that matters. I did an episode back in uh, February 2017. Nope. January 2017, <laughs> about the little willingness. And that was all about how uh, Jesus tells us that our little willingness is all that we can do. We can't actually do more than that. Right? It's going back to Jesus telling us uh, in A Course of Miracles that he got to the point where he only listened to the one voice. If we're willing to listen only to the one voice, then we'll we'll move into the peace of God permanently. All noise and distraction will fall away. So going back to the manual for teachers, what is the peace of God? It says here, that the quiet reaches to cover everything. And how is this quiet found? So how do we find that peace and quiet in our mind? It says, I love this. It says, no one can fail to find it who but seeks out its conditions. God's peace can never come where anger is, for anger must deny that peace exists, right? So, <clears throat> when we're hang- angry, or hangry, I get hangry sometimes. <laughs> My friend Jesse's like, oh, don't let her get hangry. Uh, no, you know, when your blood sugar drops and you start to feel irritable, uh, occasionally that happens. But, you know, I have to say that the more I live the Course in Miracles way, uh, I, I just don't experience that happening. Not because I'm snacking or anything like that, just, uh, I think that I'm more in tune with my intuition, so I don't allow myself to get into a position where my blood sugar is dropping, that I'm, I'm following the guidance and so i don't have to worry about those things there's no fear around that anymore i used to have a tremendous fear of my blood sugar dropping and i always had to have snacks in my purse in my car and things like that what if i'm stuck someplace and there's nothing nutritious to eat or i don't have that anymore and i'm i'm grateful 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 that I It's because of trust. I, I trust that I live in a world that supports me, not one where I have to make my own way anymore. So it says, though sometimes I do get triggered into that, oh, I have to make my own way. And then I can give those thoughts away and be willing to have the peace of God instead. Yay! So. God's peace can never come where anger is, for anger must deny that peace exists. So anger, right, is an expression of fear, and fear is often an expression of hurt, where in the past the meaning that we made of something that happened to us was that we were less than, that we weren't valued, and so we took it to our uh, thoughts where we felt hurt, undervalued, unrecognized, uncared for, unappreciated, all those things that cause a sense of hurt. And then if we let that fester and we don't heal our mind about it, uh, oftentimes there's a great fear that we're going to be hurt again, taken advantage of again. Attacked again. Left behind again. Abandoned again. Right? We have all these patterns, right? Um, Fear of abandonment. Fear of separation. uh, All these different kinds of fear and when they get triggered... Is a time for healing, and oftentimes the anger alerts us, oh, this is an opportunity for you to choose again. The old pattern is getting triggered, even if that anger is expressed as the slightest irritation or frustration. Uh, I know a course tells us that that little bit of frustration or agitation or irritation really is the same as a murderous rage. It's born of the same thought. Right? So when we have those little bits of irritation and frustration, oftentimes what does the ego want to do? Managing, coping with the environment, changing the environment, thinking the environment is the cause of the agitation, frustration, irritation. No. No. It's our interpretation that is agitating our mind it's like a splinter in the mind and if we just are willing to give the whole thing to the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting we can have the peace of God and consistently doing this life changes dramatically to a much more peaceful existence yes indeed So it says here back in uh, the Manual for Teachers, paragraph 3 of chapter 20, what is the peace of God? It says, Who sees anger as justified in any way or any circumstance, proclaims that peace is meaningless and must believe that it cannot exist. Whosoever sees anger as justified in any way, Right? Don't we feel oftentimes, you know, I have a right to be angry about this. Yes, you do. But if you feel it's justified, you're hurting yourself. You're poking yourself in the eye. You're you're shutting your own heart down. You're you're literally blocking the flow of peace and love and joy, freedom, wisdom, abundance, prosperity, healing, harmony, wholeness, purity, beauty truth. Think how much we, we read books and l- listen even to this radio broadcast trying to cultivate the peace of God when thinking our anger is justified. Just completely box all of it. If we just, that one practice of I'm no longer going to think that my anger is justified. From now on, no matter if it's the slightest irritation, I'm giving it to the Holy Spirit for healing. I have a partner. I don't have to struggle alone. Because peace and our anger cannot coexist. And when we're angry, as it's saying here, we must believe that Peace cannot exist, that it's not real. And it says here, in this condition, peace cannot be found. Therefore, forgiveness is the necessary condition for finding the peace of God. More than this, given forgiveness, there must be peace, right? So when we forgive, there must be peace. What is forgiveness? It's releasing our interpretation. Our opinion, our judgment, the meaning we made of things, our willingness to release it is all that we need. It says, for what except attack will lead to war, right? Anger is an attack. Of course, it's going to lead to war. And what but peace is opposite to war? Well, that's pretty obvious, right? So here, the initial contrast stands out clear and apparent. Peace or war? Anger or peace? Attack or peace? It says, yet when peace is found, the war is meaningless. And it is conflict now that is perceived as non-existent and unreal. When it seems like there's conflict in the world, the truth is there is only conflict in our mind. That's where it is. So seek not to change the world but to change our mind about the world. This is the impetus that we live with here in our Course in Miracles teaching. So beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah, you know, and uh, gosh almighty, people are feeling the pain lately. Oh, it's so much up for healing. I love it. In my own life, I'm seeing, oh, here's a pattern. Oh, here's another pattern. So that's why last week I did a free class called Eliminate Your Pain Patterns. And it's free right now at JenniferHadley.com. You can go to the homepage there. It's a preview of my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp. My Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class starts on April 5th. That is the day that registration closes. If you're interested, if you missed registration for Masterful Living and you'd really like to uh, do some deeper work with me and apply these Course in Miracles teachings on a practical way, day by day, and you'd like support from me with it, finding freedom is a great way to go. It's a seven-week spiritual boot camp. You've got 90 days to complete it. You can always extend it. and you can get you get a call with me every week. Plus, you get videos and classes and a workbook and all kinds of good stuff. And uh, if you um, register soon, we'll be able to get you the various tools so that you'll be ready to start the class with me on April 5th. But you can always uh, you can wait till the last minute. Some people do. I know my ego likes to wait till the last minute. My spirit's like, uh, why don't you book it now? <laughs> and I'm I'm willing to listen to the spirit more and more, and I see the the payoff in my life. <sighs> well, I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to a Course in Miracles here on Unity Online Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I will be right back. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about the peace of God. And just before I dive back into that, a couple of announcements. Um, the uh, radio show transcripts are now available for free download at livingacourseinmiracles.com. You can go there, look for either transcripts or radio and uh, in the menu under... Oh, what is it? I can't think of the name of it right now. <laughs> but I trust you will find it. And uh, mm. so those are free, those transcripts. And those transcripts are truly supported by the kind and generous donations of many people who are supporting these transcripts available for uh, Course of miracle students who are Deaf or hard of hearing, those for whom English is a second language, or for those who are just uh, visual learners and the written word is really helpful to them. So please let your friends know about those and also tell your friends about the free A Course in Miracles app. You can find that at livingacourseofmiracles.com, too. And it's got all three Course in Miracles texts in it. It has the text, the workbook, and the manual for teachers. It's totally free. has some wonderful features, so you can um, select... Uh, Any kind of a quote and post it to your Facebook page or Twitter or text it to somebody or email it to yourself or somebody else. That's a really nice thing to be able to do. You can highlight in there, you can bookmark in there, and you can do a search. I love to search for words, you know, search for resurrection or a search for um, angel and you can do it all through the app, so you don't need a concordance. You can just use that app. It works perfectly and quickly. And uh, it's for iPhone, for iPad, and we have a new Android version. Um, and so, again, you can learn about that at livingofcourseinmiracles.com. One thing that I would like to request of everybody, if you appreciate the radio show, if you appreciate the app, since these are free offerings, one wonderful way... To contribute is to write a review. Uh, we could really use some reviews of the app, uh, at especially the Android version, which is brand new, and the um, iTunes. Uh, version for iPad and iPhone. So if you appreciate these free gifts and you use them, please write a review. Also, you know, with anything, if you have a request for something that you'd like us to change in the app or something you'd like me to do as a subject, a topic uh, for the radio show. Write to admin, A-D-M-I-N, at jenniferhadley.com. Let me know what it is. Let us know and we'll do our best to help you. Same with the transcripts. If you have a particular episode you would like us to transcribe right away, then please just let us know. and We'll put it to the top of the list admin at jenniferhadley.com. Yes. All right. Because you know, those transcripts are really helpful. We have people in over a hundred countries listening. That's kind of amazing. And so they really are, um, helped by it. Oh, and I have some new free offering coming. Woohoo! New free offering. Inspirational text messages. I'm going to give you a few choices just love these things. Technology is my friend. And um, I used to do this, and then I couldn't afford it anymore. But I'm trusting that donations will cover our costs. And... Um, uh, It's sending these inspirational text messages, so by next week, I'm told, you'll be able to sign up for those. So you can sign up for a daily A Course in Miracles text message. You can sign up for a daily inspirational message from me. Quote of inspiration from me. And um, also, uh, if you're in class, because a lot of I know the people who are in Masterful Living and Finding Freedom, uh, and we're going to have a Living A Course in Miracles again in May, yippity doo da, and um, we're planning that now. So we're, we're making Class reminder text messages available. How cool is that? We can do radio show text reminders. So when the... Broadcast is uh, posted for download. We can text you and let you know. And so, um, and then also occasionally we have special offers or registration closing. And if you like, you can get those messages as well. So we're going to give you a bunch of different options. And um, and I'm open to your suggestions about that as well. All right, announcements done. Uh, the peace of God the peace of God is ours today yes it is because we choose to go the holy way Mm -hmm. it says in uh, chapter 3 section 2 which is called miracles as true perception right? rather than uh, our false perception our opinions, our judgments Uh, it says in Paragraph 5 here, chapter 3, section 2, paragraph 5, nothing can prevail against a son of God who commends his spirit into the hands of God, of his father. By doing this, the mind awakens from its sleep and remembers its creator All sense of separation disappears. The Son of God is part of the Holy Trinity. But the Trinity itself is one. So the Son of God, God, the Holy Spirit, Trinity. There is no confusion within its levels. They are of one mind. And one will. So that that to me is one of my favorite affirmations. My will is the will of God. I commend my spirit into the hands of my Mother Father God, of the Holy Spirit. Not that the Holy Spirit has hands, or that the Mother Father God has hands, but... Uh, Jesus says, hands metaphorically, with a capital H, by the way. It says, this single purpose, to be of one will, to commend our spirit into the hands of Mother, Father, God. This single purpose creates perfect integration and establishes the peace of God. All right, there you go. How to. I love it when Jesus tells us how to. Yes. So, we're giving up conflict. All conflict is in the mind. Our willingness is all that's required to give up all conflict. Did you know that? When I realized that, I thought, oh, yay. I used to live in tremendous conflict. I, 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 I lived for the conflict. It made my ego feel so alive, so powerful. I can agitate people. I can irritate people. I can frustrate them. But then I realized, oh, only if they agree. Only if they agree. Hmm, I guess I'm not so powerful. They have to agree, which means I don't have the power at all. I have the power to stop doing it. And that that became my decision. And I fall down at it every day, and I get up every day, practicing, practicing, practicing. So, remember, who sees anger as justified in any way or any circumstance, proclaims that peace is meaningless, and must believe that it cannot exist. Now, in paragraph four of what is the peace of God, chapter 20 in the manual for teachers, it says, how is the peace of God retained once it is found? So how do we hold on to it? It says, returning anger in whatever form will drop the heavy curtain once again, and the belief that peace cannot exist will certainly return. So when we... Allow ourselves to slip into anger. And remember, anger can show up in all kinds of ways, right? Um, Passive-aggressive behavior is anger. Passive-aggressive behavior is anger. It's attack. Yeah. Could do a whole show on that. Maybe I will. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, how is the peace of God retained once it is found? Returning anger in whatever form will drop the heavy curtain once again, and the belief that peace cannot exist will certainly return. That's what the anger is for. I I find it so helpful to ask all the time, what is it for? What is this anger for? It's the reminder that I'm still believing something that's false. And, boy, I'm really attached to that belief. Hence, I am angry, feeling angry. War is, again, accepted as the one reality when we're angry. Now must you once again lay down your sword, although you do not recognize that you have picked it up again. Right? When we're angry, we can lay down the sword, but a lot of times we don't even realize we picked it up again. So here's one of the prayers that I prayed for years Let me realize when I pick it up again. Let me always recognize, oh, I could have the peace of God instead of this. It says, but you will learn, as you remember even faintly now, what happiness was yours without it. That you must have taken it again as your defense. You will learn as you remember even faintly now, what happiness was yours. So another way to say this is, you will learn, as you remember even faintly, that anger cannot coexist with peace, and that we're in a false belief, you will remember that. And you will remember even faintly now, that that happiness was yours. That true happiness was yours. The joy was yours without the anger, without the judgments, without the opinions, without the attack thoughts, without the lack thoughts. Happiness was yours. And you must have taken it again as your defense. Taken the, the anger, the resentment, the regret, the hurt, the whatever it is that's causing the upset as your defense against the truth. When we hold on to our opinions and judgments, we're defending ourselves against the truth. Hmm. Stop for a moment now and think of this. Is conflict what you want? Or is God's peace the better choice? Which gives you more? A tranquil mind is not a little gift. Would you not rather live than choose to die? So... Let us choose to live, especially in this time of Easter, resurrection, awakening, renewal, resurrection in our mind, in our heart. Let us choose this. So when there's a sense of conflict, stop and say, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life of my life. I am the resurrection and the life of my heart. I am the resurrection and the life of my emotional body. I am the resurrection and the life of my physical body. I am, is the resurrection and the life of my life. I am, is the resurrection and the life of my mind. These are affirmations that I find very helpful. Yes, indeed. In chapter 5, section 4 on teaching and healing, it says, <clears throat> this is paragraph 8, How can you, who are so holy, suffer? All your past, except its beauty, is gone, and nothing is left. But a blessing, you see, but we can't see that if we're not willing. So if we're willing, the ugliness of the past, which can only seem to appear real when we're in judgment, all of that can disappear and we will see only the beauty, only the blessing. If we're willing, I know um, when I was initially doing the practices, receiving the practices that I now share in my Finding Freedom course, in my Masterful Living course, when I was first receiving those from Spirit, I really began to see so clearly that I was living through the lens of the past. And I started to pray many times a day to forget the past and to remember only the beauty. And I said to the Holy Spirit, to the higher Holy Spirit self, the mighty I Am Presence, take from me all false beliefs, anything That is not true. All memories of pain, destruction, suffering, let them all dissolve and resolve permanently. I do not need them anymore. And if there's any memory from the past that I can use to be of service, let me keep those. And only those. Take everything else from my awareness. I don't need it anymore. I'm not interested in revisiting it anymore. I'm only interested in this beauty. So, how can you, who are so holy, suffer? All your past except its beauty is gone and nothing is left but a blessing. Remember, all things work together for good. There are no exceptions. Let us receive the blessing. Let us see the beauty in the past. Let us receive the blessings. Let us have the beauty in our mind. Jesus says to us, I have saved all your kindnesses and every loving thought you ever had. I have purified them of the errors that hid their light and kept them for you in their own perfect radiance. Wow. They are beyond destruction and beyond guilt. They come, came rather from the Holy Spirit within you. And we know what God's God creates is eternal. You can indeed depart in peace because I have loved you as I have loved myself. You go with my blessing and for my blessing. Hold it and share it that it may always be yours. I place the peace of God in your heart and in your hands to hold and share. The heart is pure to hold it, and the hands are strong to give it. We cannot lose. My judgment is as strong as the wisdom of God in whose heart and hands we have our being. His quiet children are his blessed sons. The thoughts of God are with you. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. So beautiful. Mm hmm. Oh, so we lay down our sword. And it, it's, it says here, uh, in, uh, back to what is the peace of God in uh, the manual for teachers. Stop for a moment now and think of this. Is conflict what you want or is God's peace the better choice? Which gives you more? A tranquil mind is not a little gift. Would you not rather live than choose to die? Living is joy. But death can only weep. You see in death escape from what you made. And isn't that the truth? That we see in death escape from the life we've made, the decisions we've made, the illusions we've made, the delusions we've made. We see death as our only escape. But no, Jesus told us when he was in his human experience and The resurrection, transformation, transcendence, ascendance, he said, I have come that you might have life more abundantly. I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly, not death. Living is joy, but death can only weep. You see in death an escape from what you made, but you do not see that you made death, and it is but illusion of an end. Death cannot be escape because it is not life in which the problem lies. Life has no opposite, for it is God. Life and death seem to be opposites because you've decided death ends life. Forgive the world and you will understand that everything that God created cannot have an end and nothing he did not create is real. In this one sentence is our course explained. In this one sentence is our practicing given its one direction. And in this one sentence is the Holy Spirit's whole curriculum specified exactly as it is. Forgive the world, and you will understand that everything that God created cannot have an end, and nothing he did not create is real. That's the sentence. So we forgive the world. We forgive our debts, our debtors, our trespasses, and our trespassers. And we set ourselves free to enjoy the peace of God. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So as I move us into a uh, closing prayer here, again, Finding Freedom, uh, res- registration closes April 5th. That's the day of our first class. And if you support this radio show and would like to support it financially, you can make a donation at com or jenniferhadley.com to the Power of Love Ministry. And I thank you for it your contributions make so much possible. God bless you. And let's bless ourselves with a prayer. So we take this breath of love and gratitude. We open our hearts. We open our minds to the power and the presence of love living through us and as us. So grateful to relinquish all false beliefs, all anger, resentment, regret, guilt, blame, shame, hurt, Jealousy, depression, sadness, all forms of fear. We're giving them all to the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting. We are willing to set ourselves free by remembering the truth and letting it be. We are grateful and thankful to consciously attune to the vibration of peace. So grateful, so grateful to allow the past To become a beautiful, shining memory of perfection and love. We are willing. We are so, so willing. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we allow it to be. We know it's done. And so it is. Amen. 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 God bless you. I love you. Have a great, great rest of your week.